Queens, New York. Mets take the field. So amazing. Amazing but true. Orange and blue. So amazing. Here's the pitch. New York, folks. It's out of here. We got you. Ooh. Ooh. Welcome to a live episode of Amazing But True. The Mets are victors, so everyone's happy. The live episode of Amazing But True is presented by your Tri-State Cadillac dealers. Visit your Cadillac showroom today. Give it up for Cadillac. Cadillac. <laughs> Outside, we have a Cadillac CT4V Ooh. that you don't want to miss. It's a bold, high-performance vehicle with a twin 3.6-liter turbocharged V6 engine. This performance sedan also features driver mode, selector technology, hands-free super cruise, and an 8KG surround sound audio system. So shout out to your Tri-State Cadillac dealers. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And a lot of big words that he I just read. no idea what that means. None. I will now read no words more than two syllables for the rest of the show. Jake Brown here. Give it up for me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Former Mets pitcher. Now you can see him on Picks 11 every night. Nelson Figueroa. Get up for Figgy. My peoples. My peoples. Producer Andrew Hartz, give it up. Andrew. If you ever want to see a local drummer, Andrew Hartz is your guy. If you need a drummer for your bar mitzvah, Sweet 16 for your child, <laughs> or uh, any sort of special event, he is available for hire. And the intern, Nick Guzman. Nick give it up for Nick Guzman, a Fordham product where they produce the great broadcasters. Not as good as Hofstra, of course, but uh, second, uh, second to us. But we are here at Ebb's Brewing Co. Thanks to Ebb's. Uh, we have a couple slices of pizza if anyone wants. Whatever cannoli a and cupcakes, cupcakes we have cupcakes left. And cannolis, yeah. Shout out to our good people in the suites uh, for those. And uh, we are here outside City Field after a Mets victory. Let's get yeah, out of the right. Mets. And they said it couldn't be done. They said they couldn't win a game. Well, they won a game. It has happened. <laughs> History. It's like the miracle on ice. The Mets win a baseball game, and by God, it was ugly. I mean, it went 10 innings. We had a rain delay. It's, you know, death taxes and unfitting live podcasts after long-ass games. True. But uh, we're here, Figgy, and, you know, they had a win. So while it wasn't pretty, they had to win a game. Yeah, they had a win, and it was a big win, right? There was a several things that had to happen. Verlander had to show up, and he did that, right? Finally. He went toe-to-toe with Cole. You saw him masterful. 
gave up the one run, but other than that, we saw the Verlander that they hoped they had uh, when they signed him. So it was good to see that finally after Scherzer debacle yesterday. They needed him to step up in a major way, and he did that. However, it wasn't without you not only biting your nails, but cursing at this team yet again, because there seems to always be an inning where the wheels just fall off. And it's not, it's not guys that you haven't heard of or rookies that are overmatched, but we saw some of the worst base running yet again from Brandon Nimmo. So that would have been two nights in a row that he ruined it for the Mets. One on a catch that he should have caught. And then this one, of course, overrunning the base, being uber aggressive instead of picking up his coach at third base and realizing he killed a rally with his legs yet again. So while there were good things and uh, all's well that ends well, there's still a lot left to be desired. Uh, the bullpen at least held pat and uh, gave these guys a chance to win it and with a walk-off in the 10th. Yeah, it almost feel, feels like they lost. Like, there were so <laughs> many situations. Like, Nimmo, how are you not – Nimmo was basically at third base. Did you think that Blue Jersey was like a fan on the field? Like, it was Johan's no-hitter and that fan got on the field? <laughs> like, what the hell are you doing not looking up there? I'm curious how the hell that happened. But listen, he made up for it, Figgy, with the, uh, with the big hit. And, you know, Hartz was talking about it. It was interesting. Nimmo is much better against lefties than righties yes. this year. And Aaron Broom brought in a lefty. That's the situation normally lefty-lefty. That's, you know, Luis Rojas draws that up on his robotic script a couple of years ago. <laughs> but it didn't work out, and it helped the Mets. But usually you put a lefty in there. Yeah, remember, Luis Rojas is over there. Maybe he told him, hey, bring in the lefty here. Nimmo Thanks, sucks. Luis. Nimmo sucks against lefties. Why? Because you never let him hit against lefties. <laughs> but it's a different day and age for Brandon Nimmo when it comes to hitting lefties. He stays in there a lot better. He knows what he's trying to do up there. He's not trying to do too much. Did more than enough when he hit that fly ball deep to right field. It wasn't playable and it bounces off the wall. Escobar just barely scores. Imagine if he would have got thrown out right there. I didn't think he was going to score. The way the Mets are going. Cal. Nothing oh could have been worse if Escobar gets thrown out of home plate right there. But as I said, all's well that ends well. There's just fundamental things that we see going wrong. Uh, in that one inning, that everything that could go wrong did go wrong. It was a little league inning. We were joking about it up in the suite. He stole home. The only other time that it happened, Roger Cedeno. I was at that game in 2002 at Yankee Stadium. I, I was going way back to Jackie Robinson. It was the last time I saw somebody steal home. It was pitiful to think that a major league pitcher in this day and age was blindsided by this. And I was telling Hearts earlier, I said, there's a, a technique that we were taught since we were kids. If there's a man trying to steal home, hit the batter. You hit the batter. What happens? Everybody has to go back. He goes to first. He almost that's did the, hit him. That's the worst that could happen. I don't know if he was aiming for him, but more so that it looked like he was shocked that the guy was running on him. Guys have scouting reports. Teams have scouting reports. It's IKF, for God's sakes. It's not Volpe, the fastest runner. It was a guy who realized, you know what? I'm going to try and take advantage. And especially in that situation, it's it's reeks of desperation, but it worked, right? It got them the run that they needed, and you sat back going, no, this, this can't possibly happen, right? This is how it's going to go down. Like, it wasn't bad enough yesterday. If you would have told me five-run lead and Max Scherzer on the mound, done deal, right? You take that bet all day, every day. And to see that inning spiral on him, and you look at his line, and he's only thrown 3.1 innings and given up six runs, that... You can't even imagine. I, I get it, and we talk about this as people who get to comment and make commentary in, in hindsight. For a player, there is no worse feeling than you can't stop something like that from happening. You're always one pitch away, and he can't do it. And you're somebody who's done it for 17 years, 
and you can't get it done in the biggest element, especially against the Yankees in that situation, you know nobody feels worse than he does. But I, I think you see Scherzer, you saw Verlander step up, like I said, and now it just has to be a little bit more from each guy. The hits have to keep coming. Lindor has to wake up a little bit more. Guys have to find a way because we're not really sure when Pete's coming back. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be back till around the All-Star break, to be honest. I don't, I don't see it happening anytime before the 4th of July. I know he's trying. The Mets aren't going to rush him because if he re-injures his, his hand, you know, he, the Mets are screwed. They need him back in this lineup badly. And, you know, they're getting production. Tommy Pham is like the heart and soul of the Mets right now. Like, give hey, it up for Tommy somebody's Pham. Somebody's got to step up. What is good, Pham? Like, he is somebody's killing gotta it. Somebody's got to step up. Pham. You know, I was at the game a few weeks ago with a, a good friend of his, and she was the only one in the history of Metsland to have a shirt with his face on it. And <laughs> since then, he's been going off. So shout out to Tommy Pham. Um, but that's a problem. That is a big it problem. Is. One of the hearts of the line of is Tommy Pham. And when Francisco Lindor is batting 210, 200, like these guys are going to pick it up with, with Pete out because if the starters are going to be this bad, you're going to have to score more than the other. I think that's how baseball works. There's just too many things that are going wrong, right? Drew Smith walking into the game and getting thrown out before he even throws a pitch, that's a huge thing because Drew Smith was already rattled. We knew this about Drew Smith. If you look at Drew Smith on the season, uh, throwing his fastball, the league is batting a buck fifty against his fastball. But he chooses to keep throwing his slider, which the league is batting over 800 against. His curveball, they're batting a 1,000 off his curveball. I don't know a lot of math, but I do know that's not good math. So use your fastball more. Pitch to contact the way that he was doing. He was getting ground balls and weak fly balls. But for some reason, he went out there. And listen, in my heart of hearts, do I think he had something extra on there? I don't know. But I can tell you this. I know I'm struggling. My slider's not sliding. The breaking ball's not breaking. You got to do something a little bit extra. And what happens is he goes in there with maybe a little extra something from the bullpen, grab the rosin right before he finishes. It's fresh on his hands. He goes out there. You're going to throw eight warm-up pitches. It wears off a little bit, every one of those pitches, right? But they checked them before, and they don't normally do that. Right, they're trying to be a little more random with it, and I think that was the big surprise to everybody. It was like he didn't even throw a pitch. Why are you checking him? Because they're trying to make it a little bit more random. It happened to uh, Herman when he got his suspension. It was that it was in between innings that they checked him, which he came out of the dugout after he has his own rosin bag in the dugout, and they let him know that's a no-no. You can't do that. So, the Mets have been tagged for it. Four of the five suspensions this year have been Mets. Two in the big leagues, two in the minor leagues in AAA that have been suspended for 10 games for the Rosin. So something's got to give. Buck Showalter had complained. Well, he didn't complain. He just said he knows math because he was taught math by Mrs. Little when he was a kid. And it just doesn't add up that it's always Mets players that are being suspended. So they're being watched very closely. Um, and when somebody like Scherzer gets suspended and doesn't fight it, who's Drew Smith to try and fight that suspension? He's just going to have to wear that one. And, you know, they're going to be watching him from here on out. Yeah, Drew Smith's suspension actually helps the Mets because he sucks. Um, they're actually in better shape. So take a vacation. You know, go hit up a few more SI models that you're not going to get with and call it a day. Oh, don't be a uh, hater. Stop being a hater. That was awful. Listen, I, 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 what? he should not have a big role in this team. And, you know, yeah, no role. That's right. Joel, Joel knows back there. Uh, he never Joel, lied. right? I always say Joel. Joel. J-O-E-L. You never know without the accent with the accent. No, it's Joel. Still Joel. Joel, yeah. Joel. 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 Yeah. Does he, he look like Billy Joel? He's not performing for one final time next in the summer at uh, Madison Square Garden. <laughs> 
By the way, you know he's going to end up going to Long Island and doing a residency there and making millions of dollars. Or he can just retire because he's filthy rich. And speaking of someone who's filthy rich, Steve Cohen has fired out a tweet. That was a crazy game. Too many mental mistakes, but I will take it. A so win is a win is Steve a win. Cohen sounded off a little bit there. And, you know, Hart's mentioned it like, we have not seen yet the wrath of Steve Cohen. This team's four games under 500. They're a bad baseball team right now, but we know they're better than this. Mm-hmm. We got to see here these next seven weeks what Steve Cohen does, who gets canned, if anyone, who gets cut, Nobody. what trades they make, what do they do, are they actually buyers, do they go for Alexis Diaz, what do they do? But this is you know gut check time for Steve Cohen. What is he going to do here? Well, if you read what he, uh, Joel Sherman was the one who reported it, the, the interview he had with him, right? And he talked about how he was going to reevaluate everybody in the offseason, that during the season wasn't the right time. There's ups and downs, ebbs and flows, and you're supposed to kind of roll with the punches. This is the same guy that in 2019, I believe it was, legitimately called out the whole team and their hitting and said that, you know, I believe on-base percentage matters. I believe, you know, uh, uh, batting average matters. Playing small ball matters. And this is not acceptable for professional hitters. He went out and said that, and he really alienated himself from the team. And it's, again, an owner who can say what he wants. But again, if you don't say it to the team to their face and you put it out in social media, it's a bad look for the whole organization. So he's learned from that situation, right? And so he sat back, and he's been dealing with a lot, and there's a lot to deal with. There's a lot of things that he can say. There's a lot of things that he can do. Could he have a gut reaction and fire Buck Showalter just to send a message? I mean, he could technically fire the hitting coach, right? Because they're not getting it done hitting more so than anything. He could technically fire the pitching coach or the bullpen coach because the bullpen's not getting it done. So he can do a lot of different things. But he was trying to do is show a little bit of patience because there's still a lot of baseball left to play. And you don't necessarily have to win the division to have a chance to win the World Series. We saw the Phillies sneak in last season at the end, and this Mets team is a lot better than that Phillies team was last year. Jake Brown, Nelson Figueroa, Amazing But True podcast at Ebbs Brewing Co. Outside City Field. We got a nice crowd here of people who stay up late, either don't have work in the morning or, uh, or are going to go late. Uh, yeah, that, comedy of errors in this game. You know, weird weather today. People were asked, texting me, like, do you think they play? I'm like, I'm not Al Roker. I'm, I'm, this, I'm on the weather app doing the hourly report, AccuWeather. Like, you know, I don't have the weather, you know, inside scoops on the weather. Uh, but they did play a 30-minute delay. Not too bad. But the game, right after I set of hearts, I'm like, wow, this game's cruising. Six inning, I, hour and 45 minutes. Two hours later, we are here at the strike of midnight, <laughs> coming up on the midnight hour of yes, the Amazing sir. But True podcast. We're going to give away shirts, do some trivia in a couple of minutes here. Uh, Daniel Vogelback, I guess, just needed a mental health week and a mental week. health waste of a roster spot. <laughs> That's exactly it. I mean, what's going on here? Like, does Daniel Vogelback have pictures of Buck Showalter? Like, what is happening? Why is he on this roster? And why does he get a whole, you know, the Mets were better off with him not hitting, but why are they wasting a roster? spot for a guy who can't hit and needs a mental break. This is baseball. This isn't, you know, the circus here. Uh, well, listen, the mental breaks that have been done for quite some time where you got to give guys, you know, three, four days. You gave him a week. And there were situations like yesterday's game where you want your left-handed power hitter to have a chance to tie the game or win the game. And he wasn't even available. They didn't even have him in the on-deck circle or anything. So it's, it's very concerning or... I think complacent to have Daniel Vogelback just being on the team. Now, granted, 
everyone that I spoke to, every one of the players that I spoke to, they love Vogelback as a teammate. He's a great teammate. They love his energy. He brings it every day. And he understands that he's failing at most of the things that he's doing right now, but he's still trying to work hard. He's still trying to be productive. Having said that, I don't care. There's got to be a better option somewhere, anywhere. Signing Luke Voigt to a contract is a little something because you know that this guy can hit. He's hit major league, at the major league level, and he's done it at, at you know various stages of his career. He actually led all of baseball in home runs. And um, when was that? The COVID year. COVID year. He led all of baseball in home runs. So this guy can hit. He can do it, and he's done it at, a, at, at the major level as a DH. So I could see him kind of just getting ready and getting prepared to take over that Vogelback job. I don't know if he's going to be around when we get to the All-Star break. And I hope not. Listen, this team needs to make moves to get better. That's a huge move. Luis Guillaume being up. Lindor has played in every single game. I know we're complaining about Lindor, but he's always accountable. He's there in front of the media. He owns up to when he's failing. And at the same time, he's, you know, telling you that he's going to be better. It's not easy when you're trying to do it every single day and you're practicing twice as hard as you're playing. And then at the end of the day, you're still coming up short. And yet he still has a smile on his face and is still trying to be the face of the franchise, especially, you know, in the wake of Pete not being here. So I still tip my cap to Lindor for dealing with everything that he's dealt with since day one. The money is one thing. But the level of attention to every single thing that he does wrong is above and beyond. When he does things right, because, listen, he, if you look at baseball right now, and I did this yesterday, he's sixth in baseball. Of all shortstops, he's sixth in baseball in war, which means he's still doing something right. We look there and we're like, oh, he's 210, he sucks. But he also has 14 home runs and 40, almost 50 RBIs. Okay, so while he's not a perfect or even close to what we thought we were getting when we signed a guy who was a 280, 30 home runs, 100 RBIs, and doing with that, those kinds of things. He's dealing with a lot and still comes to the ballpark every day and gives you everything he has. Even if it's a swing and miss, he gives it to you with everything that he has. So I, I commend him for that. It's just uh, it, when you see him and a lack of other guys in that offense, it's tough to watch this Mets team because it's, it seems like inevitable that they're going to lose because they can't score runs. Yeah, one guy who's lacking because he's not here is doing pretty well in stay classy San Diego. Diago. Carmen San Diego. Is it Diego? San, what does he say? Diego? Carmen San Diego. It's Diago. Does Ron Burgess say Diago? San, yes. San he says Diago, Diago right? Yes. Yeah. It's been a while. Um, six homers in 14 games for El Gary. I mean... And then you, you kept Tomas Nito, and he's gone a week later. You want yeah. to talk about a team that needs bats. Not saying Gary Sanchez was going to be a savior, but you gave him six hole at-bats. We've seen that before, though. Six at-bats to keep Tomas Nito. Travis Darno. We did that to Travis Darno years ago. Yeah, but Remember they that? gave him chances. No, 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 no. Travis Darno came back from the Tommy John, and they gave him almost the same exact thing, right? You remember that? It was like it was very minimal at bats. We're talking maybe a teen amount of at bats, and they let him go. And but Travis they had Dunn, seen him a year or two prior. It's not like he got nothing before that. But he was a good offensive catcher. That listen, the team had worked with. It's difficult to let a guy go who has worked with this team and has handled this pitching staff. Figgy, to keep Tomas Nito, who can't hit no, a lick, I didn't say Nito. and get rid of Gary, and now seeing Gary just hit a home Stop every day with Gary. is infuriating. But that you, was you agree be, with that move? Well. 
it looks like it as of now, but if it's the only home runs that he hits the whole season, then I'm still okay with it. You know what nothing. wouldn't have happened if he was in a Met uniform? Tomas Nito! We're not talking about Yogi Berra! It's Tomas Nito! Yes, he, he was signed to an extension. You can't just... Oh, God. That's why he's still here. Six homers in two weeks. I mean... It was Mike Jacobs when he started his <laughs> Mets career. It's well, unbelievable. John, John Buck that year when he started John off on fire. freaking Buck. Remember that? Talking about a blast from the past. Here's the good news. Steven Nagasuk is off the team. That's good. He's, you just wanted to say that name. Uh, it's unbelievable. No good luck, Nagasuk. He's elected free agency. He is gone, so that's a good thing. Another arm the Mets could add back, Alicia Hernandez and that Jeff Brigham deal. Side discomfort during rehab, so he's he's on the shelf now. And a question we had from Ali D in the audience is, what does this team do at do in the uh, at the deadline? It's you got to get relievers. You need arms. Like yeah. you need at least two arms. Like at least do, two do, arms. You need two arms to live. <laughs> Some people have been on the Maury show with just one. That's uh, not right, Jake. Uh, listen, Don't discriminate. I like those episodes, but I feel bad for them. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Um, where do I go from there? We're live. Uh, live. <laughs> Saturday night. It's a Wednesday night, Ebs. Um, what do you do? Do you go out and go get Edwin's brother and then have Kenny G saxophone as he walks in and have that be the entrance music? Do you go out and get elite reliever, whether that's trade Alexi Ramirez, trade a Parada, or... You know, do you play it safe and get like a, a, a guy in the scrap, like a Dominic Leone type of guy? Uh, there's so many ways you can go with that, right? It depends what you're willing to give up. And, and the earlier that you hit the market, the more you're going to have to give up. So it, it's not a situation. Think about it this way, right? The most attractive reliever out there right now has played in New York before, is left-handed, and is th back to throwing 104 miles an hour. Could you imagine if you could add him to the bullpen? But what's that going to cost you? Because the Royals are not just going to give him away for free. The Royals are one of the smartest teams in baseball because they signed him for nothing, brought him in there with the idea that if he just recovers a little bit of it, we could trade him away and get something for him. So they're going to want something big. So it might cost you an Alexi Ramirez. It might cost you two or three guys of that nature for a one-year rental. And is this team in a position to have him for a one-year rental? You know, if you think you have a chance, not just to go for it, but to make the playoffs, just to get in, just to get your foot in the door and then have him in that comfortable situation. We know he can handle the pressure of pitching in New York. He's back to having elite stuff again. So I, I think it's worth it. It shows the fan base that you think that you're going to go for it. But I, it all, I think this whole thing revolves around Pete and where is this team at in two weeks. That reliever you're talking about is... Involved with Chapstick. It's all the Chapmen. Uh, I that's believe that's the guy you're like talking about. Chapman. I heard Chapstick like, could give you cancer, someone told me. I'm like, what can't give you cancer? And you're still using it. I mean, whatever. What is wrong with you? I've had four Diet Cokes today. That's worse for me. Oh, than even Chapstick. better. You're just um, testing fate, huh? I'm convinced Diet Coke has crack in it. It's unbelievable. <laughs> like, Diet Coke is just unbelievable. Like, we need to get them as a sponsor one day. Uh, amazing yeah, because yeah, they need a sponsor. Amazing but true podcast. The Mets are 32 and 36. As the Cardinals come to town, you know, the Cardinals have been terrible. It's they weird. They are so. It's we, weird. We complain about the Mets. The Cardinals are the worst team in baseball. 27 and 42 right now. The worst team in baseball with the highest expectations. Well, the third worst. The A's and Royals are worse. Well, but yeah. Were you expecting the A's and Royals to be anything? No. So the Cardinals were supposed to be division leaders, right? And it's just not 
nothing has materialized for the Cardinals. They can't seem to get out of their own way. So it's perfect timing. The Mets need a team like this to jump on top of if they can only win at least two out of three. Again, when you're at home, you're supposed to win two out of three. So we'll see if they can do that. They got to. And a lot of teams, their relief is coming to play the Mets. So this could be their relief to turn it around. They got to get this thing going because that you felt the SMY part two, the five days in Flushing when the Tampa Bay Miracle Series, mm-hmm. then the sweep over the weekend. It felt like it was turning around. And now they're playing like dog duty. And I hope this starts something. How because does dog duty play? The dog duty plays bad. No, who likes stepping in dog duty? <laughs> who likes cleaning up yeah, dog duty? That's, that's playing. I, that's playing with dog duty. I don't like putting the duty in the bag, and then you got to find a local garbage to throw it out. Anyways, I got <laughs> ADD kicking in. <laughs> Facing the good pitchers on top of this game, the key to staying engaged and winning those games is how well your starting pitcher does. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Let's give away some shirts. Who wants yes. some shirts? It's t-shirt time. I may not have hair, but call me Paulie D. All right, now we, it's it's in size differential. We'll bring Big Zoo up here. Give it up for Big Zoo. Friend of the program, WFM producer, Big Zoo. Uh, give him that mic right there. What up, baby? Now, you're a diehard, so I'm probably going to give you a harder question. Oh. I won't give you a cookie. Oof. Cookie Carrasco. I knew that was coming. Hey, I know that Nelson started the uh, Little League day my, uh, what was that, when I was like 11. Yes, sir. That That was one of my favorite days. Little League? Yeah, he started the day when all the kids walk on the fields. Oh, it was a great day. For the kids. For the kids. For the kids. It's all about the kids. Oh, getting figgy with it. (laughs) Not Michael Jordan. He said F them kids. But anyways. uh, Hey, 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 but that's MJ. That was Michael Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) This has gone off the rails, folks. Is he here? (laughs) All right. (laughs) Too soon. Um, Literally. Trivia for Big Zoo here. <clears throat> what do I want to give him? Did you really bring all mediums? No, no, no. There's, those are just at the top. Oh, There's only a couple of mediums. Uh, <laughs> we would have had a problem with Big Zoo. Uh, all right. I'm giving them out. Which, I'm winning them for the people. Which Met on the roster right now recently hit for the cycle Damn. in the past couple of years? I don't remember the year, but it's recent. Wow, just in general? On the Mets, um, hit for the cycle. Did Nervias do it? No. Wait, with the Mets? He did no, it with the Mets. With the Mets. What was I'll it? give you a clue. He did it. It was in San Diego, right? It was in San Diego. I actually remember. He's the first show. Met to hit for the cycle in a decade. Oh my God! Why do I feel like I know? 
This is kind of a tough one, but you're a fan, so. I like, I could. Should I, I could, give him a clue? It was Eduardo Escobar. Yes. Oh, yeah. We'll give it to him. Give it up, Eduardo. Yeah. He's not giving it away. All right, a boy. blue or orange? Who wants it? That's a medium. Hey, hey, hey. It's medium. It's medium. You're next. Do you want one? I got you. Do you want one? Of course. I All right, blue? Yeah, we'll take it. All right, there's a blue. Give it up for Big Zoo. Struggled in the first round, but he got it. Summer, do you want to come up for a shirt? Summer doesn't. Summer is stage fright. Allie D wants to come up. Give it up for Allie D. Former New York Post employee, actually. Ali D kills it in a trivia night wherever she goes. Ali D, you are a diehard, so I expect greatness out of you. Oof, uh, let's hope I don't come up like Drew Smith. I'll do this. I'm going to check your hands. There you go. It's rosin. It's rosin. It's It's rosin. Oh! They got to fix that, because... The fact that the MLB official after said there was nothing and like, so I I, I talked about this. I talked about this today with Moose on the show WPIX. Here's the thing, you go through the airport and you got to get checked when you have your bags in TSA. (laughs) What does that take you? Forty five seconds to make sure that you don't have any kind of explosives on you. You're telling me you can't take forty five seconds to determine whether I'm using rosin or something else. Bring somebody out. Let them scan. It's twenty twenty three. Come on. There should be a portable little unit that they could go. Hey, let me check your hands. They'll check my touching. I think it might be a little something extra. Let's go. They analyze it, and they can tell you whether or not. It takes 45 seconds. Let's do it that way rather than saying, you know what? Your hands are a little clammy. I'm not comfortable. I think they're a little too sticky. I was watching the ump check. Who was it? Bring him or something today? It looked like he was about to go for his jock strap with it. Because it was everybody like Everybody came in and, and Buck got pissed off with it because it was like uh, you're going above and beyond. Like it's one thing to check. And it was check. The left hand, check the right hand, check the glove, check the hat, check the belt. There's 16, 16 different places they're checking these guys on the Mets now because one violation leads to being, you know, the speculation is got to watch these guys a little bit closer. So I think next year you're going to see these guys with little portable machines. It doesn't take much because all you're doing is telling it to look for sticky stuff. So there's only a certain amount of things that are used commonly in baseball. Put it in there, whatever the, com- the chemical composition is. Swipe the hand, 45 seconds, we know whether he's cheating or not, and then you can throw him out. But just rosin and sweat, I don't care. All right, chemical yeah. composition. I was, not, I was terrible in science class. Yeah, Walter White out there. All right, Subway Series theme question for you, Ali D. All right. 1999 Subway Series, there was a Met that hit a walk-off single off Mariano Rivera. It's a famous call. Oh, Do you remember God. that? He was more of a pinch hitter. Maybe, I'll give you a clue, because this is a tough one. He shares the same last name with a Mets legend, a, a former closer, lefty. Former closer, lefty? Yeah. All time. All time former reliever, lefty. All time most saves for a left-handed this reliever. Is a, this is kind of a tough one, but... Not, well, I mean, the only thing I think is Franco, but, yes. uh, right? That's that's 1999. The that's the picture. Very white name. <laughs> <laughs> Big Zeus has very white name. Yes. Who had the name Franco? I don't think he's like Matt Franco. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want a large or medium? Large orange, if you got it. Large orange? Or a medium orange, I'll take it. Medium orange, I'll take it. Hold on, he's got No, no, save some for the rest of everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Give it out to a friend and then we'll give it a large. Another friend, awesome. 
I'll give one to my girlfriend. Happy Pride Month, everybody. There you go. Happy Pride, Happy Pride Month. Month. Shout out Mark Hanna. Here's a large orange. Large orange for Allie D. Good job, good job. Thank you so much. Uh, who's next? Justin? Candace? Candace, no. Joel's coming up. Joel. Joel, come on up. Yes, yes. Billy Joel, everybody. That's His name's right. actually Joel, not Billy Joel. All right, you are the parlay god and also That's a diehard right. Mets fan. So, again, you deserve a tough question. Are you ready for it? I am ready. Name me one, any other Met that has hit for the cycle in the history of the franchise. Ooh. Know if they did it with any of them met. Do you want a clue? Yes, please. There have been two to do it in the 2000s, from like 2000 to 2010. So one of them was a, a very random player. The other was a star Met player. Um, David Wright. No, I'll give you one other the guess. Other one. You get one guess. One other guess. You're very close, though, on David Wright. He was on that team. Hmm. Oh, man. I'll give you one other clue, even though it's ridiculously embarrassing that you haven't got it yet. He raps now. Reyes? Yes. We're being nice here. What size? Uh, you have an extra large? Extra large? No. Blue to give away. Medium? No, hey, you got large, man. You gotta give the medium to people who are actually mediums. Yes. He's gonna give it out to the medium. We only have two mediums. Give him an extra large. Here we go. Blue or orange? Uh, Blue. Blue? Yeah. Let's go. Give it up for Joel! Even though we had to give him clues. All right. Who else? Who wants to come up? Candace. 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 Anthony! Anthony. Anthony, another diehard. You are with, and you know, I mean. If you've been to City Field, you've seen everybody. With everyone, hang out with everybody, know everybody. Uh, I got to think of a good question. All right. Subway Series related. These are all off the top because, you know, I'm a Mets encyclopedia. 2000 World Series. Yes. I hate to relive the memory. Unbelievable. Who hit the ball and who caught the ball for the final out in Game Five? Oh, oh, you, you know, it's I'm actually still, pretty obvious. I'm still, I'm still seeking help for this. Um, for the final out of the World Series, Piazza hit it. Correct. Center field. You think it's a home run, right? My fans think bat, it's a home run. It was. Off the bat, it's like, oh, Bernie. Oh. Uh, Talking to the mic while you're oh, doing Bernie. this. Bernie, Bernie Williams. Bernie Sanders, Bernie Williams. Yes, Bernie Bernie Williams. Williams. We'll give a golf clap because we weren't happy about it, but uh, good job. You got it right. Uh, XL? It hurts. Um, large or XL? Large, if you have. You orange or blue? Orange. He's a, oh, he's an orange guy. I, 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 I like the color orange. He's a big mimosa guy. <laughs> Thanks, guys. And let's right. go Mets. Who, who else? Ed. Who's coming up? Ed. Ed Pasinga. Ed. What's up, Ed? Ed from Long Island. He looks like a former Met, old-time Met. I'm Tom trying Pichor. to think who. It's Tom Pachor. Someone do a reverse like image Roger search Clemens. on this guy. 
Are you a diehard or an coach. average fan or not a fan? I've been a fan my whole life, and I'm oh. 62. So, oh, so I'm going to give you a 1969 Mets question potentially. Yeah. Okay. All right. Who <laughs> made the diving catch in come the? Come on, no, no. It's too no. easy. Come on, really? You want to? You want to come up with one? <laughs> it definitely was not a Dwarf. So like, I'm getting the short end of the stick. <laughs> That's too obvious? That's too obvious. Come on. Okay. What about who caught the last out? Is that too obvious, too? Yes. Okay. So you got one? No, but come on. Who dropped the ball? Um, what else? Subway what else? Series, who dropped the ball? Subway Series. Who Subway Series. Who dropped it? Oh. Who hit and who dropped the ball at Yankee oh, Stadium? The famous popped... I don't, I don't even know if I know oh, who God. hit it. Oh, I know who hit it, yeah. A famous, very famous guy hit it, and a pretty mediocre to below average Whoa, guy hey, dropped oh, it. Oh, hey, oh, hey. Second, ba- second baseman. Second baseman. Do you who remember who it was? I'll give you a clue. Castillo. Yes! Oh, who hit it? Who hit it? Who hit the ball? Who hit it? Oh, you're going to uh, hit the guy give, who was out. I'll give you a clue. I'll give you a clue. <laughs> He does, some, he does some ESPN broadcast. Legendary player. He, I'll give you a better Someone clue. St- I'll give you a better clue. He was one suspension away from being banned for life. Some say he sticks something in his, on his ass cheek. <laughs> Family program. You know who it is. Yankee. Made a lot of money. He likes J- J-Lo is a good clue. A-Rod. A-Rod. Yeah, we give it to you. There you go. All right. What size? We should have went with 1969 XL question. Blue. XL Blue. All right. All right. We got time for maybe one or two more. Who wants to come up? Grazie. Who, who are you? Gerard. Come on up. Come on up, brother. He's got the drip. Damn, he's challenging my drip game. Is that a player jersey chain? What does it say? Uh, Kobe. 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 Shout out to Kobe. All right, what is your level of fandom? I'm up there, I think. Up there? I'm, I'm young, though. I'm a younger. How I'm old young. are you? 28. 28. All right. So, 06 Mets, maybe? Breath smells like Similac. <laughs> <laughs> he's like me. 20, 28. So, he's half the age of Nelson Figueroa. Um, <laughs> Jake doesn't. Jake doesn't do math. We already know this. All right. Should we do 2015 Mets? 28. 20, 2015 2015 Mets? 2015 solid. All right, 2015 Mets. I got to think back now, that team. Don't ask him who was supposed to get traded that didn't get traded. That's Wilmer. All right. Which player went on an incredible. This is an easy one, but he went on an incredible home run streak in the playoffs. He's been up. Okay, let's give him another one. That's too easy. That's too easy. Wait, this is Jake's question. Whose name is Daniel and then the last name Murphy? Two shirts. Who wore number five on the Mets? How about this? Who was the Mets backup catcher in 2015? Well, name one. Darno was there and... Darno was a starter. I think What's the guy that went to Boston. He had a crazy name. It was Polish. <laughs> was Omir there? No. no. Santos was not there. I'll give you another guess because that's a tough one. Oh my you know what? Na- how about this? Name a catcher on that team. <laughs> they already named the starter. Bonjour, monsieur... 
What'd you say? Lewacki. Kevin Lewacki. What's that? Uh, medium large. Uh, got a medium here. Blue or orange? Uh, blue school. Well, you got it, brother. Thank you. Nice job. Nice job. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Do we do we want one more? Anyone? Justin, you? Justin, you? Justin, you? Justin, you? Justin, you? Joey, come on. Joey, come on up, Joey. He's not to the program. He's not to the program. Justin. Justin. Uh, you're wasting time here. Make up your No one else wants to come up. Literally, I went to a bar that was called Suck Bang Blow. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. All right, Figgy, uh, Subway Series is over. Let's just recap it quick. Mets split. Yankees are banged up. Mets are banged up. Mets are four games under 500. Are you confident this team turns it around here going into the weekend, or are we going to see the same old bad baseball? No, listen, it's it's one of the things that you have during the season is that you have ups and downs, ebbs and flows, right? We saw this team be a 101-win team and not win the division last year. Throughout the whole season, they were the hunted. They were in first place. Everything was hunky-dory. And then they trailed off and failed miserably in the playoffs. So flip it around. I'd rather they go through their struggles early. I'd rather you learn from those struggles. I'd rather guys that get hurt get hurt early, like Verlander didn't start out, Quintana didn't start out. Remember, you got Quintana coming back. Verlander and Max hit their stride. The second half of the season could be something special. The first half is nothing to write home about. Let's not try and candy coat it. Let's not try and make anything great about it. The only thing that was great about it was watching Pete Alonso go for the 63 home runs. He was on pace. Unfortunately, that's not going to happen. But that does not mean that this team is not going to be able to raise their level. They need to stop playing to the level of their competition because they've had chances against an easy schedule to do some things, and yet they've come up short time and time again. Moves have to be made. Right? This front office has to do something. You cannot keep churning out the same relievers and expecting different results. I don't care if Drew Smith uses sticky stuff or non-sticky stuff. He was having a terrible season. He was not the answer. He was being put in that class of pitcher of Ottavino and Robertson. He's not that. So you need to find someone who is that, someone you can count on in the seventh, eighth, or ninth inning to help this team out. They need relief help. They need these starters to go a little bit deeper. They also need for this... Uh, you know, the offense to find ways to scratch and claw and score runs. McNeil's hit yesterday was a thing of beauty. It was something I thought we were going to be able to, you know, laugh about because it gave them that lead. Then you thought, that, you know, they would never look back. But that's the problem is that there's too few and far between in that situation. Marte striking out and Lindor striking out in a big situation. Those things just can't happen. And I get it. It's tough. It's the major leagues. But at the same time, 
best pitches to hit were the ones that they struck out on. So I think this team can do it without a doubt. I think this team is very capable. And I think to a man, this team wants to step up in a major way. And it's just going to take one of those, you know, we saw it once when they won those five games in a row. Can they win five games in a row again? Yes, that needs to be the spark that happens to give these guys confidence again. All right, my Father's Day weekend, Juneteenth weekend state of the Mets is this. One, your $43 million pitchers cannot suck every other time. They have to have every four out of five outings. They got to be, you know, one run, seven innings, six innings. They got to be better. You can't have Scherzer blow a 5-1 lead. You can't have Verlander his next start after this one get rocked again. He's got to be better. This is $86 million. That is 25% of your payroll in two pitchers who have not been good. If they're not good, the season's over, plain and simple. Two. You need to get Daniel Vogel back off this roster and get someone that can play on Mauricio. the roster, and that's Mauricio. I don't care you know, if he can't hit breaking balls. Let's see it up here. He's hitting fastballs. He's hitting a lot of other things. He's been tremendous. He needs to be here, and you have to see what you got in him because if he's not going to be a guy on this team, he could be a trade piece, and he's, he's doing nothing to the minors that's helping you right now. You need him on this roster. You need to send Vogel backpacking. Stop wasting roster spots. Three... The bullpen's got to step up. Listen, Adam Adovino's got to be better. Brooke Raley's got to be trusted more. And when Drew Smith's come back, like you said, he can't suck. He's got to be better. And the Mets got to get an arm up. Tell me, give up, give me Lavender. Give me McFarland. McFarland's been in the league for a decade. He's a journeyman. He's having a great year in the minors. Let me see what McFarland's got. Because right. I don't want to see any more of these retreads out there blowing games or, you know, fifth, sixth inning. They need better bridge guys like Trevor Williams was for this team. And then, listen, Francisco Lindor, for the next two to three weeks, he can't hit 200. I'm sorry, brother. I don't care if you're showing up talking to the media. I don't care if you're playing great defense. you got to hit the baseball. you got to get on base two times every night when Pete Alonso's not here. And I like Lindor, and I don't think you should bench him. I like the trade. I like the signing. He's got to start hitting. You can't hold yourself accountable and not hit. you got to be able to do both. So he's got to hold his end of the weight and, you know, start hitting above his weight, because he's, how much does he weigh? I don't even know. He's hitting 210. You got to be better. 160? Yeah, well, that's, that's Vogelback territory right there. Um, so, yeah, he, he's got to do just a little bit. Yeah, Vogelback weight, he'd be killing it right now. Uh, but I'm not one to talk. I'm, I'm 230 here. Anyways, Jake Brown, Nelson Figueroa, follow us on Twitter. At Amazing But True, at Jake Brown Radio, at Figgy NY. Shout out to Andrew Hartz. Give it up for Andrew Hartz. Nick Guzman. Nick Nickers. Give it up for your Tri-State Cadillac dealers. Visit your Cadillac showroom today. Give it up for Ebbs Brewing Co. Give it up for all of you. Thank you for coming. I know it's a late night. Thanks, everybody, for coming out. Remember to uh, subscribe to the New York Post Sports YouTube page. Watch all episodes there. Wherever you get podcasts, give us a nice rating and a nice review. Um, and we will be back on Monday for a new episode. I haven't, we haven't done one together in a while. Uh, you I'm had sorry, two we've fill-ins met. while I was away. No, 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 no. I had they were two fine. Really they weren't as good hosts. as me, but they were fine. <laughs> um, you know, they, they did a nice job. But Hey, Hearts, wasn't uh, one of them the highest rated show we've done? So, so far, the highest rated show on YouTube. Wally Pip, baby! I made the headline for that show, so I'll take credit for the headline. Did you hear I, I made the headline. <laughs>
right, shout out to Real Moose hard. for uh, suck. the most clicks on uh, the episode. So good job there. I might get bounced by Mark Malusis. Uh, so there you go. Anyways, thanks everybody for coming out. We will talk to you Monday. Adios. Thanks for listening to Amazing But True. Ta-ta, Turbo Man. Thank <laughs> you.